No school may be as deep at running back as Penn State in 2021, but it may only be good enough to be the second best team in the Big Ten East. You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The NBA season is now in the books, so now all eyes are on the NBA draft. And what better place to get all the NBA draft coverage than with the live NBA draft show right here from Locked On Podcast Network. NBA draft go Chad Ford, Locked On NBA draft host Raphael Barlow, and Locked On NBA host John Carolus will be live this year covering all things NBA draft. It's Locked On NBA draft 2021 brought to you by Built Bar. Get local expert analysis on each pick. Follow Locked On NBA on YouTube today and watch our live coverage beginning July 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern. What's going on, everybody? This is the Locked On Nittany Alliance podcast. I'm your host, Kevin McGuire, editor of Nittany Alliance Wire, part of the USA Today Sports Media Group. And I'm happy to be with you here once again because today is the big day. Today is the opening of Big Ten Media Day. And while I've got a couple thoughts on just a couple quick general overview storylines that I'll be paying attention to out of the Big Ten as a whole later on in this podcast, we do need to talk about yet another watch list that has been released. It's very heavy on Penn State players this time around. And the Cleveland.com preseason Big Ten poll has been released. I'll go over the results with you and how I voted in the poll this year. This is my second time getting a chance to vote in this poll. I could not have been more honored to be a part of this. We'll go over all that coming up in the second segment of today's episode. Before we get into all this great conversation, I do want to make sure that you never miss a single episode. Now that we're back to Monday through Friday or five episodes a week, you don't want to miss a thing. Getting your Penn State podcast fixed is never easier than with the Odyssey app. Make sure you download that Odyssey app on your phone. You can take it on the go. You can listen to it in your home or your office, your kitchen, wherever the case may be. Take Locked On Nittany Lines with you on the awesome Odyssey app. You can also get all the other great content across the Locked On Podcast Network. You can listen to your favorite music stations, your sports talk stations, and, of course, your favorite podcast. And, of course, we're available on every other podcasting platform as well, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So make sure you go follow us there if that's how you get your podcast. Don't forget to leave those five-star ratings and reviews. We'll shout out our five-star reviewers later on this week in our five-star Friday segment if we get a chance to see some of those five-star reviews come in we could not do this show without your support and that is the best way to help continue to help grow this channel and grow this podcast moving forward as we get ready for our first full actual regular season of college football coverage right here on the Locked on Nittany Lions podcast since I took over I'm looking forward to it and I want to have you guys along for the ride as well we're also on the various social media platforms. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and check us out on Instagram and on Twitch, all using the username of Locked On Nittany. So whatever social media platform you prefer, give us a follow, give us a like, say hello, and uh, participate in some of the conversations we have. Retweets and reshares are always welcome and appreciated as well. All right, so as I mentioned, another watch list for a college football award is out. This is going to be a daily thing because we're in the part of the summer where I think a watch list comes out every day for two weeks, maybe outside of the weekends. So on Wednesday, we got a chance to see the watch list for the Doak Walker Award, which goes to the nation's top running back in college football. And lo and behold, Penn State has not one, not two, but three players included on the watch list it's pretty unprecedented. Well, I don't know. I shouldn't say it's unprecedented, but it's pretty rare to have that many players at a particular position that is uh, not an offensive line or defensive line. Uh, having three running backs named to your Doak Walker Award uh, watch list, 
that's a pretty cool feat. In fact, Penn State is the only school in the country to have three players listed on the watch list. So who are those three players? Well, Noah Kane, no real shocker there. Uh, Kevon Lee, not too surprising there. And John Lovett, who, of course, is the transfer from Baylor, who has plenty of experience behind him as he gets to Penn State. And not too shocking of a development there either, because if he was still playing at Baylor, odds are he'd be on the watch list there as well. So uh, this is a pretty cool uh, stat for Penn State to boast about, uh, having three players on the Doak Walker Award watch list. And I'll be very curious to see how this all plays out this season. As you may know, or if you haven't been listening to the podcast, or you've missed some of my thoughts as we're going through the, the preseason coverage, I'm pretty optimistic about the running game. I think the running back position is in a really good shape. I think it's really going to be a really good asset for Penn State that probably flies under the radar a little bit because there's so much focus on the passing game when you've got Jahad Dotson, one of the best wide receivers in the Big Ten, uh, big year for Sean Clifford, new offensive coordinator. Uh, there's been some good discussion about the offensive line. Well, I think that that's all going to pave the road for success for this running back position because I don't know if Noah Kane is going to be 100% healthy or not throughout the course of the season. There is a track record, unfortunately, that suggests otherwise. But I think having Kevon Lee get some of his experience last year, you know, Devin Ford as well. I think Devin Ford's going to continue to improve from some of his experience playing last season. So I don't think we should completely overlook him in this running game either. And I really like the addition of John Lovett. I don't think that this is a, a guy that's going to rush for 1,500 yards or anything like that. But I think he could certainly be an asset in this Penn State running game, splitting up the rushing duties between just those three guys. And again, I throw Devin Ford into the conversation as well. I think you've got a well-balanced running attack. I think each guy can do a couple different things differently and maybe better than some of the other guys. So you've got good compliments here in the running game. And I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. Now, because I think that Penn State will be best utilizing uh, these running backs with some split opportunities, I don't know if we necessarily see any of these running backs put together the kind of yardage and stats that a running back typically needs to take home the Doak Walker Award. This is an award that I believe was first awarded in 1990. And since that time, only one Penn State running back has won the award. That was Larry Johnson in 2002. No Kajana Carter, no Saquon Barkley, no Miles Sanders. Um, you know, Kajana Carter came, I'm going to guess he came in second place behind the Heisman Trophy winner that year, which was, of course, the, the late Rashawn Salam from Colorado. He took home the Doak Walker Award that year. And uh, Saquon just couldn't get by the Bryce Love love. <laughs> Bryce Love from Stanford, of course. Uh, was the main roadblock. Uh, Dante Foreman from Texas, I think, also kind of stood in the way. He had a huge year that one season. And Bryce Love, there was a lot of national respect for Bryce Love. And to his credit, you know, Bryce Love, while well, he got banged up a couple times here and there, but he certainly had more running back, you know, typical running back stats in his favor compared to Saquon Barkley. We all know how great Saquon Barkley was. And, uh, you know, I think that you would be crazy to take uh, Bryce Love over Saquon Barkley if you had to choose one of those two running backs. Maybe I'm being biased. I don't know. But I think if you look at the two of those uh, running backs, as far as college goes, couldn't go wrong with either one. But give me Saquon Barkley every day. He just didn't have the, the standard rushing production that you typically see a Doug Walker Award winner have. Saquon did so many other great things, though, and I think that that gets overlooked, and that's why he was uh, seen as more of a versatile player. But I think with the Doug Walker Award really focuses in on traditional running backs, and maybe that's going to change. I don't know, but that's why I don't think that when you have three running backs on this watch list, I think it's going to be very difficult for any of those three to really make a serious run to bring home the Doak Walker Award this year. 
uh, to Penn State because I don't think the running back yardage is going to be there. I think they're all going to be really good contributors to this Penn State offense. I just don't think it's going to be Doak Walker Award worthy in the eyes of the voters for that particular award. Speaking of votes, the votes are in for Cleveland.com's annual preseason unofficial Big Ten poll for the 2021 season. I got a chance to vote in it for my second straight year. Let's go over the results coming up in our next segment. I know I've told you guys all this before, but I am absolutely by no means a car expert. That's why I am a big fan of rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business that have been serving customers all the auto parts supplies needs for 20 years. And the way they do that is by giving you the best and simplest and most stress-free process for buying everything you need for your car or truck. It doesn't matter what you drive, all you do is you go to the website, rockauto.com, you know, make a model of your vehicle, and it brings you up their entire catalog of everything they have available specifically for your make and model. So go ahead and check out all the things you need for your car or truck, and you're also gonna get the best prices available. It doesn't matter if you're a novice or a complete expert, they're gonna treat you like family, and that's what a family business does. So once again, go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck. And don't forget to write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So, are you following us on Twitter yet? If not, what are you waiting for? Give us a follow on Twitter right now. I'm not going to continue this podcast until you do it. I'm folding my arms right now. I'm waiting for you to click that follow button on the Locked On Nittany Lion Twitter account. All right, you do it? All right, well, whether you did or not, maybe consider doing it later if you haven't already. But yeah, give us a follow on Twitter. Send us your questions. Send us your comments. We'll include them in the show as well. And don't forget about our Twitter Tuesday episodes where we go through everything that's coming up on our mentions. And we're going to address every question, every comment that you have, any predictions that you want to have that you want to share, send it to us. And we'll include them on Twitter Tuesday. Now, uh, on Wednesday, we saw the release of the Cleveland.com Big Ten preseason poll. This is a poll of various media members from around the Big Ten's footprint. Uh, And Cleveland.com does this because the Big Ten does not organize their own official preseason poll the way that so many other conferences do. I think the ACC does. I know I voted in that one in the past. The SEC does. Uh, the Big 12 does. I believe the Pac-12 does. Don't hold me to that. And I know the the American Athletic Conference does. Basically, every conference does a preseason media poll, but the Big 10. I don't know what the logic behind that is, but for whatever reason, for the last 11 years, the Big 10 has decided not to do a preseason poll. So Cleveland.com gives you what the people want, and they amass a voting membership from various media members from around the Big 10. I was more than happy to accept my invitation to be a voting member of this preseason poll last year, and I was even more excited to be a part of it again this year. So yeah, the the Cleveland.com poll is basically the expanded media poll preseason poll, and they usually release it, I believe, before Big Ten Media Day start. I, I think that that's been their typical schedule. And of course, with Big Ten Media Day starting today, Thursday, they Cleveland.com released the poll on Wednesday. And to the surprise of pretty much nobody, Ohio State is the easy favorite to win the Big Ten according to this poll. Ohio State actually received all 34 first place votes in the Big Ten East. 
uh, amassing 238 points in the voting uh, point spread. And Penn State comes in as a pretty solid second place team in this preseason poll. Penn State gets 192 total points. Uh, Indiana comes in at third in the Big Ten East with 169 points. So you got a little bit of a good buffer between your second place team and your third place team. The problem is there's a really solid buffer between first place and second place, but that's beside the point. The main takeaway that you have here as a Penn State fan is probably the fact that Penn State around the conference is still being viewed as easily the second best team in the Big Ten East division. I don't know how Penn State would stack up against uh, big teams from the Big Ten West because obviously nobody predicted Penn State to play in the Big Ten championship game, so we can't get a head-to-head comparison as far as that voting is concerned. I will say uh, there was a wide number of votes for Ohio State in the Big Ten championship game. There was one vote for Wisconsin to upset Ohio State in the Big Ten championship game, so that kind of gives you a sense, uh, but I will say going over to that Big Ten West, Wisconsin did get 29 of the first place votes in the Big Ten West Division. Iowa received the other five. So Wisconsin, pretty popular pick to come out of this Big Ten West. And that, of course, will be Penn State's first test of the season as Penn State will open the season on September 4th against Wisconsin in Madison for a big noon kickoff on Fox. So big, big measuring stick kind of a game for Penn State. It would be huge to win that game on the road against Wisconsin. And then, of course, later in the year, they're going to have to make another road trip to Iowa. And as you can see by the vote here, uh, Iowa is a pretty solid second-place team in that Big Ten West, receiving five first-place votes for 202 total points. Northwestern, your team that came out of the Big Ten West last year and two out of the last three years, came in third in this preseason poll with 160 points. I'll come back to the Big Ten West in just a second, but let me finish up the Big Ten East real quick. So as I said, Ohio State gets all the 34 first place votes. Penn State comes in a comfortable second place ahead of Indiana at number three, which means the Michigan Wolverines, where are they going to fall? Well, according to this poll, they're going to finish in fourth place in the Big Ten East. That's not good enough if you're Jim Harbaugh, as far as I'm concerned, and that's only going to raise more questions if this preseason poll comes to fruition. I actually think Michigan can finish higher than fourth place. I think that they could finish as high as second place. If I'm being totally honest, I just feel like a third place finish is probably more in the cards for Michigan. But Michigan coming in fourth place in the Cleveland.com preseason poll, followed by Maryland at number five, Rutgers at number six, and not a lot of love for Michigan State. Michigan State coming in at the bottom of the Big Ten East, according to the preseason poll, I tend to think this is going to be another down year for Michigan State. I know the folks over at Locked On Spartans are much more optimistic about their team than I think a lot of people seem to be. Uh, so I, I need to educate myself a little bit more, I think, on Michigan State before I go into the season. But uh, that sort of falls in line with how I voted in the preseason poll. I actually think that Indiana uh, could finish in third place. Um, you know, I know I just said Michigan could finish this high second, but this – this division standing comes pretty much around exactly how I had it. I actually had Michigan State ahead of Rutgers, but you know they could flip-flop. They could both be at the bottom of the division. One game could be the difference, maybe the head-to-head result. But I, I kind of like the way that the Big Ten East shaped up in this Cleveland.com poll. As for that Big Ten West, I also had Wisconsin coming in first place, followed by Iowa. I think I had Minnesota actually ahead of Northwestern because I think Minnesota is going to be a team that uh, bounces back a little bit this year. And I think I talked a little bit about that on Locked on Big Ten over on the Tuesday episode. Uh, But Minnesota comes in fourth place in this preseason poll, followed by Nebraska at number five, Purdue at number six, and Illinois at number seven. Again, 
I fall kind of in line with this one. I, I think Minnesota could finish ahead of Northwestern, uh, but it certainly wouldn't shock me. I think Nebraska could finish as high as fourth. They could finish as high as third if everything goes with Nebraska's way. Uh, but nothing ever goes Nebraska's way, it seems. So I, I kind of like the way that this Big Ten West is laid out here. Again, I have Minnesota ahead of Northwestern, uh, but that's the way that the Big Ten media in this Cleveland.com poll is picking it. So as I said, Ohio State is your prohibitive favorite in the Big Ten championship game. 28 uh, votes for Ohio State over Wisconsin, five votes for Ohio State over Iowa, one vote for Wisconsin over Ohio State. One of the notes on this poll that Cleveland.com pointed out was the second place finish in the Big Ten East. And this is what it says on Cleveland.com. Many voters presumably had to make a choice between Penn State and Indiana for second place in the East. They chose the Nittany Lions by a 23 to 11 margin on second place votes. So again, Ohio State gets every first place vote. Penn State gets the 23 to 11 advantage for second place. So I feel like that that's a pretty good representation of where the temperature is on Penn State this year we all know what happened last year obviously Indiana got the head-to-head victory but uh, and Indiana I don't know if they caught lightning in a bottle I think they just were a good team that took advantage of a lot of down seasons by some other teams including Penn State they got Penn State at a really good time I said last year on the podcast over the summer that I did not like Penn State opening on the road against Indiana I did officially think that Penn State was going to win that game let's not pretend like I didn't think that but I, I cautioned everybody that that was a dangerous spot for Penn State to open the season. Indiana obviously took advantage of that. We don't need to get into it, but uh, I do think that we are seeing there's much more confidence in Penn State going into the season. And I think a lot of people are kind of not necessarily excusing the 2020 season, but understanding the 2020 season and looking at what Penn State is bringing back for 2021. And of course, the overall track record under James Franklin suggests that Penn State should be in a pretty good position to have a good year this year. How good it's going to be, that remains to be seen. Very tough schedule. Road games against Wisconsin and Iowa. Of course, a road game at Ohio State. Basically, doesn't matter where you play Ohio State. That's going to be a tough game. And then home game against Indiana, which is certainly not going to be a gimme right now. I'm a little bit higher on Michigan than I think a lot of people will be. So Michigan always seems to play Penn State pretty well for the most part. So I I do think that that's a a challenging schedule. Throw in Auburn as well. But of course, that game doesn't really matter for the Big Ten standings. If you are wondering how accurate the Cleveland.com poll is at predicting the Big Ten champion, well, since 2011, it has been correct three times. That's right. Just three times, including last year, the the Cleveland.com poll picked Ohio State. Ohio State obviously won the Big Ten. Uh, Ohio State was also the preseason pick in 2018 and 2017. Of course, Ohio State won the Big Ten in both of those seasons as well. So uh, not a very good track record for the Cleveland.com overall. However, Ohio State has made life a little bit easier for the voters the last few years. With baseball in its second half of the season and college football in the NFL just around the corner, now is a great time to check out all the offerings from Bet Online. All you have to do is go to the website on your phone or on your desktop. It's betonline.ag. You sign up for a free account, and then, of course, when you make your initial deposit, make sure you use the promo code LOCKED ON. That's L O C K E D O N. And they're going to throw in a 50% welcome bonus on top of that first deposit. Lots of stuff to keep you entertained. They've got always updated odds and 
the props for all the sports action and non-sports action that's out there. So make sure you check them out today and see what the win total is for Penn State, other teams around the Big Ten, and of course get an early look at some of the lines for the, some of the biggest games on college football schedule for the 2021 season. Once again, head to the website or use your mobile device. Sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on top of your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Don't forget to check out our Facebook page. Give us a like and don't forget to leave a comment in our week-long Facebook poll. We want to know how many wins you're predicting for Penn State. So go to Facebook.com slash LockedOnNittany and look for the Facebook question of the week. And we will share some of your reactions in our Friday episode. In addition to reacting to anything Penn State related that comes out of Big Ten Media Day today, James Franklin, Tariq Castro-Fields, Jihad Dotson, PJ Mustafer, they're all in Indianapolis today. I think earlier this week I said they were in Chicago. I forgot they changed locations this year. So it is in Indianapolis, not Chicago, as it has been in previous years. So uh, what is going to be coming out from the mouths of Penn State's head coach and three of their top players? I think there's going to be a lot of excitement for the upcoming season, and I think there's going to be a lot of deflection from the things that went wrong last year. Well, admitting that the 2020 season wasn't what they had expected, wasn't what they had hoped for. I think there's a lot of learning that could have been had uh, from that season, and I think we're really just going to see Penn State kind of do everything they can to just turn the page if they haven't already, but now to do so on the media day podium. I think it's another th- step towards getting towards that 2021 season. So I do think that the Big Ten is going to have some interesting storylines to follow. I kind of touched on some of them on Tuesday's edition of the Locked On Big Ten podcast. And I, for one, am actually really happy to see the return of Brett Bielema. I know he is a polarizing figure, certainly around the Big Ten and absolutely within Penn State circles. I know that Brett Bielema has... Uh, ruffled some feathers over the years during his time in the Big Ten as the head coach of Wisconsin. Uh, certainly was interesting to follow at Arkansas, I suppose. Uh, I think his decision to leave Wisconsin for Arkansas obviously didn't exactly work out the way he was hoping. However, I do think that it is good to have him back in the Big Ten. I think he belongs in the Big Ten. And I think he's got a pretty good opportunity to build something at Illinois. If he's going to stay there for an extended period of time, and I do hope that that's going to be the case, I think he can turn Illinois around. I think he can turn that program into a serious contender in the Big Ten West. But I think we're going to find out whether or not he can build a program. I think that's one of the big things. Because when he became the head coach of Wisconsin, obviously he was taken over for Barry Alvarez. And Wisconsin didn't have a whole lot of work that needed to be done. Wisconsin wasn't necessarily playing to the top of their Big Ten pedigree as they eventually did under Brett Bielema because I think that Barry Alvarez certainly built a very solid program, a very winning tradition in Madison. Uh, Brett Bielema, I think, kind of took things to that next step, but we haven't seen Brett Bielema build something, and I think that that's what Arkansas was hoping for, and maybe things were just tougher in the SEC. I don't know, but I do think that this is going to be a big challenge. We're going to find out exactly what kind of program builder Brett Bielma actually is at Illinois and Illinois is a program that needs to be built so I'm looking forward to seeing what Brett Bielma has to say again you're going to get a lot of coach fluff during these next two days with the Big Ten media days you're not going to get coaches to get caught up in a whole lot of controversy usually in this situation I don't think Big Ten coaches typically go that direction 
uh, in a controversial fashion. I will be interested to hear what Jim Harbaugh has to say in Michigan. You know everybody's going to be paying attention to that. Uh, but I also want to know what P.J. Flex says about Minnesota, a program that I think was a little shy of their expectations last year. Obviously, a uh, big roster turnover that I had to deal with, but uh, you know, a little younger in some areas. I'm looking forward to see what he does this year. And you know that P.J. Flex is going to bring the energy. You know that Pat Fitzgerald at Northwestern is going to end his media availability with Go Cats. And uh, I, I think that's fine. I, I think it's really fun to watch these coaches step to the podium, talk about the excitement that they have for the upcoming season. It doesn't matter what program they are. It doesn't matter how good of a 2020 season they had or didn't have. These coaches are all stepping up to the podium. These players are all going to be speaking to the media with uh, bright eyes and looking forward to relishing in the moment and uh, looking forward to seeing what happens this year. As far as the other Big Ten storylines, it's Ohio State or bust. I think as far as the Big Ten is concerned with the college football playoff, can anybody make a serious run at Ohio State? What is it going to take for Ohio State to not win the Big Ten championship? And is there a team in this conference that can legitimately dethrone the Buckeyes? Is it Penn State? Is it Wisconsin? Is it Iowa? Is there a team that is going to trip up Ohio State along the way as they have done in recent years uh, like Purdue or Iowa? <laughs> Speaking of the Hawkeyes, I think it's going to be really fun. And I'm looking forward to Big Ten Media Day. And I'm looking forward to everything that comes out of it. So in tomorrow's podcast, we'll try to react to some of the stuff that comes out from James Franklin, some of the, some of the players, and anything else that comes out of Big Ten Media Day. Obviously, there was a big college football story regarding the Big 12 and the SEC potential move of Oklahoma and Texas to the SEC. So realignment might be back on the table as a topic of discussion in the Big Ten media circles because if the SEC is going to expand and the Big 12 is imploding, the Big Ten could be sitting there looking for some scraps. Are there any scraps worth taking in the Big 12? I'll let you guys decide that. So if you have any thoughts on that and what this could mean for the Big Ten, reach out to us and share your comment with us on Twitter at LockedOnNittany. But that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and getting your daily dose of Penn State football conversation with the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast. But of course, I want to remind you guys, if you're an NBA fan, you have to be checking out the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021. It's presented by Locked On and Odyssey, and it features analysis from the GOAT of NBA Mock Drafts, Chad Ford and Odyssey NBA experts Brian Scalabrine, former general manager Ryan McDonough, and of course all of our Locked On NBA local experts are making draft picks, they're making trades, and they're going through the whole mock draft process for all of your favorite basketball teams. Now that the NBA season is officially over, congratulations Milwaukee, it's all about the draft right now, and there's no better way to get amped for the NBA draft than with the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021. You can catch it on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget that Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you, including the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast. Remember, that's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Download that app today on your phone. Take everything with you on the go. And again, you can catch the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast in Odyssey app and, of course, wherever you get your podcast. So leave those five-star ratings. Leave those reviews. It really helps tremendously as we try to grow this podcast across those various podcasting platforms. So there's no better time to get in on the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast than right now. So make sure you're following and leave those ratings and reviews coming in. And we will shout out some of our favorite five-star reviews in the Friday episode of the podcast. You can also reach out to us on our Twitter account and on our Facebook page. And don't forget, we're also on Instagram and on Twitch using the username LockedOnNittany on all of those social media platforms. 
I'm Kevin McGuire. You can find me on Twitter at KevinOnCFE and check out all of our Penn State coverage over on NittanyLionsWire.USAToday.com. And, of course, we'll have a lot of coverage and commentary and feedback and reactions from Big Ten Media Day these next couple of days. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great Thursday. Enjoy all the Big Ten Media Day coverage that's sure to be had out there. And we'll come back and we'll do it all again for you guys again tomorrow. Have a great day, everybody. I'll talk to you then. Bye.